0: spider Spider-Man, he
1: Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We are a bi-weekly comic book podcast out of Dallas. Um, we're a bunch of friends who love to talk about comic books and pop culture. Let's go around the table. Adrian? Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? (laughs) (laughs) I am here, hopefully, to... um, What are we talking today? Comics. Endgame?
2: We're talking a little Endgame. All right. Yeah, doing the notes for the show, I was like, there's a lot more we can talk about. Um, And... uh, um, I'm going to try to drink some more coffee and get a little more perky before we get into this. So
1: <laughs> Okay, Daniel, what are we talking about today, man? What do you uh, want to talk about? What are you reading?
3: I'm, uh, I'm catching up to Detective Comics. I'm getting ready for Wednesday for 1,000. I saw oh, Tom wait.
1: King tweet. Uh, he was reading 1,000 this morning.
3: Uh, every time somebody puts up, like, uh, like, they already have the book, I get pretty jealous uh,
1: that they already have it. And what I'm do you re- think are going to be... For for a thou- for the thousandth issue, what do you think you're going to see in this book?
3: I, I think it's going to be very similar to the action comics one where we get a bunch of stories from just like anybody and everybody who's written Batman over the years.
1: Yeah. Who do you hope to see?
3: Uh, definitely King Snyder. Um, but I also want to go back a little bit.
1: Uh, you think they're going to put some Frank Miller in there?
3: Uh, I would love a Frank Miller story, maybe Grant Morrison, uh, a few pages. I mean, he's been playing with Green Lantern, so maybe he can be part of this book um i don't even know like i i'm very late to the batman game as far as anything like that because i started reading in new 52 but that gives you so much history to go through too though but it's really only been snyder and king since then writing it right we've had detective comics and that's had a rotating uh cast i think uh, i bet you
1: some denny o'neill would be what you need oh some denny o'neill batman yeah Um, I mean, because that guy rose through the ranks. The Batman editor, I mean, he's pretty much the go-to guy anytime there's movies and stuff and they want to talk about the science of Batman, the history of Batman, the women of Batman. You know, they go to him. And so, you know, while he's discovering uh, the ins and outs of Batman, it's a fun read.
3: i love to see uh, Peter Tomasi, a story. Um, I I really haven't even looked into who's going to be part of the book. Um, The one I'm reading right now, or I just finished, is the... It's an arc with Two-Face, and they're fighting Cobra. Mm-hmm. And it's written by James Robinson. Oh, I like James. Yeah, the thing I like about James Robinson is that he's very good at putting his stories back in a smaller setting while not interfering with everything else that's going on in continuity. Yeah. So, that you know, Batman's doing all this stuff in Justice League. But you're able to believe that in one, two, three nights, whatever this the Two-Face story took place in. Like, it was all able to happen in the same universe. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he did Deathstroke, um, or he might still be doing Death Is Stroke.
1: Is it Stroke Asylum?
3: Yeah, I think he was doing that, so... I actually kind of was
1: excited about that book. A lot of the covers kind of started me picking them up, and I started seeing more people coming in and buying that book, and I may, I may pick up the trade.
3: There's a Deathstroke versus Batman arc, too. Yeah. And I think that's what leads into the asylum because he's in Gotham and maybe at the well, end. Well, it
1: kind of seems like he teams up with uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Like weird. Right. Weird That's Villains. the best hint right there. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. I've I been wanting to talk about this because I, I don't know how. everyone knows i'm a big nightcrawler fan love nightcrawler character really the claremont stuff is what got me hooked and there's a new amazing nightcrawler there's a new amazing nightcrawler series which sounds fun and is i i really wanted to be positive on the show but man (laughs) i just don't like this book It's where mutants have kind of taken over Hollywood. They have their own little, you know, they shoot their own films. And and so Kurt Wagner, of course, is going to be a movie star. He's going to be like Errol Flynn. That's his big hero. He's always wanted to shoot, you know, pirate films and stuff. And then uh, the whole book is about him having an affair. And I'm like, I didn't tune into Lifetime. with Megan from uh, Excalibur, you remember, The Blonde? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and she was married to uh, Captain Britain. Britain, yeah. and I mean they kind of flirted, they had a thing uh, but I don't want the whole story to be about a guy having an affair and realizing, ah, I made a mistake, I mean, who wants to see that shit? I mean, it's a superhero story, and it's like about the movies and everything, I just get
2: Maybe they're going out to the lifetime viewers <sighs> <sighs>
1: It just bums me the fuck out to read a book where with people who have special powers and stuff, and they're all sitting around talking about you know infidelity. Um, and and then they took a, his beard away. They make him look like he's about eighteen years old. Uh, I mean,
2: if they're going for Errol Flynn, they have to take the beard away, right?
1: I know. Sometimes they throw stuff against the wall. This one just doesn't work for me. Okay. It's nice to see all the different characters. The art's okay. It's just you know, Nightcrawler looks the same age as the Cuckoos. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like they're how old, and he's been in the comics since fifty or ninety four. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I not my not my favorite book. One I'm sticking with because it's the character. But then this, this happened with Man Thing too because I'm a big Man Thing fan, and they they let Rl Stein do that book.
2: Rl Stein did the comic book.
1: Rl Stein
3: did Man Thing. Did you guys so- read this? It, it sounds like that should belong together, right? Like it sounds like it and Man Thing. But I heard. So not he positively. takes
1: Man-Thing, and he immediately gives him a voice, and he's like, oh, you can talk now. Mm. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then he just makes the character. It's like he never read the book. I was just really kind of pissed. I don't want to get into this negative rant. I know we have other stuff we want to talk about, but there's just some things that are that I see I'm just not happy with because they're just not working. Right. And well, anything you've been reading that you do like? I, dude, with the kidney stone and now Shelby's mom in and out of the hospital, I just I haven't had a lot of a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It, there's just been so much. I know Shelby's exhausted. Uh, right. Just to get in my personal stuff here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the kidney stone took me down. Really, it's been like months, mm-hmm. and Shelby's had to pretty much take care of everything. And now her mom, and then her mom's moving, mm-hmm. so we've had to go over there, move stuff check on her, go to the hospital. She was in the hospital for 24 hours. It just this uh, constant. So I haven't even had time. Last time I think I was on, I said I'd read the first two issues of Mr. Miracle. Right. Haven't gotten any further. Wow. Yeah. So uh, any stuff I pick up, like one-offs where I'm can, where i current and can read, probably Guardians of the Galaxy, Donny Cates. I mean, that guy's bringing me back to Marvel. Right. And I hate to say it, I kind of – as much as I shit all over event books, I kind of want to get Jason Aaron's. We, <laughs> which we one? got him. The, the War One.
3: We got him. <laughs> <laughs> the War of the Realms. World the World new World. one coming up. Yeah, it looks it looks sick. Like all the team, all the teams are putting together for this. Like both creative and characters in the books, they look they look very interesting.
1: Yeah. I, I and then just the art that Art Adams did the you know seeing the street fighters fighting you know like you see Power Man and Iron Fist fighting things from Asgard and stuff it just looks really cool and I'm super excited.
3: We could have an Arthur Adams post uh, every day of the, the art therapy that uh, Adrian loves to post. He could be on there every day. If oh. you follow him on Instagram, it's just like oh look at that oh now he's got the blue pencils done and now he's going to start inking everything.
1: I have a Nightcrawler done by Art. I met him at San Diego Comic-Con. He was at a booth just sitting by himself, and I'm like, holy shit. Isn't that always
2: a story, though? That, that, yes. Like, you just go to these cons, and there's, like, all these people gathered around, but then you just look, and there's this table when with we nobody you there. You saw
1: Christopher Priest, and you yeah. were like,
2: <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, we went to um, North Texas Comic Book Show last year, and Clay invited me after the show to go and i didn't even know who was going to be there and we're just walking around and i just turned around clay's at this booth checking out some merch and i turn around just look and there's christopher priest sitting there and i just kind of freak out like a little 12 year old kid
1: you know <laughs> those are the best though when you yeah. get to meet those people yeah
2: um i have been reading the immortal hulk yeah i picked i picked up volume um they had the first volume on sale for like $2. Yeah. I, I read that this week as well.
3: Did you like it? Oh.
2: I, did I not tell you that thing was freaking insane?
3: Al Ewing. Yeah, Al yeah. Ewing. And who's doing the art? Uh, Alex Ross is doing the covers, but oh, I'll, I'll, look it up. Yeah. I'll look it up. I'll let Adrian talk about it a little bit. I'll but yeah.
2: Um, but the the second volume was only like 10 bucks, So I got both volumes for like $12. Um, you could have picked up. Last week they had a two for one sale, so you could probably could have picked up both of them for like 11 bucks. Yeah. But um, it is. Um, Hulk's pretty much a vampire.
1: Okay, I can see it, that. Because um, in, in the Hulk, the end, he mm-hmm. couldn't really die. I don't, I remember right, he yeah, he
2: can't. There's this one. Did you pick up both volumes, one and two? So
3: I. I Comicsology Unlimited has volume one for free. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what I read. Okay. Because those those are also on the on the Marvel Unlimited app already. Safe. So Yeah. yeah give it. Thank you. Uh, so.
2: But yeah, there's a volume two, and there's a, a issue where um, there's an organization. I can't remember the name. I'm having a brain fart right now. But they're after the Hulk. They want the Hulk. They want to study the Hulk. They want to. Um, pretty much weaponize his abilities but they need him to understand what he really does and so the premise of it is, is that bruce banner can't die because the hulk won't let him die so you see all yeah. these you see all these um makes sense you see all these um you know over the last 10 years where bruce banner has passed away but he keeps coming back well
1: they give an explanation of that that the hulk won't let him die the well, Hulk. that was that, the most recent one's been in Fantastic Four, where right. Reed calls forth all the members of the Fantastic Four who've ever been members, mm-hmm. and then they had to hide Bruce, and he's like, "Why did you bring me back?" Right, and and they don't really hint at why or anything. Yeah. They just you know. And you so know he's
2: alive, and but the, so the daytime is Bruce Banner's time, at night is the Hulk's time, and so it's kind of like Hulk. yeah, so he's kind of like he's a, he's a vampire. Um it's the clubs. He Well, no, not really. Party um,
0: like a Hulk
3: star.
2: <laughs> he's able to absorb other people's gamma radiation exposure. So, like, Sasquatch is no longer Sasquatch right now. They got into a big fight, and he absorbed all their— he just uh,
1: Walter? He's just Walter. Nobody wants to buy a book called
3: Walter. Right. Um, <laughs> you want to buy the book called Sasquatch. All right, Alpha Flight, sound off. Yeah. Walter. Walter. <laughs> Puck. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Guardian. Captain
3: Marvel. No, it's star. Mm -hmm. Aurora that was my best Canadian accent
2: (laughs) that was a horrible Canadian accent Um, but yeah he uh, there's a huge fight with um, I think this gets into volume 2 though but uh, the Avengers come looking for him because like everybody thinks he's dead and then there's like these little news you know a sighting here and basically he's like become a um, urban legend kind of like a moon knight where he goes out and he's just... Um, a vigilante? Yeah. Just, spirit of vengeance. Yeah, kinda, yeah like a spirit yeah. of vengeance. He's going after these bad guys. Like he'll, he'll be walking around seeing something, you know, and something goes wrong during David Banner at the daytime. The
1: Hulk, David Banner. Or Bruce Banner. <laughs> 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 You've been I'm old. The shows. <laughs> I'm old. Um,
3: well, they, they, they did see his full name is David Bruce Banner. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. But they, they changed it because they felt yeah. Bruce was an effeminate inf- name for the television show, and I was like... Tell that to Bruce
3: Wayne, right? Yeah, <laughs> Right. I mean, David Wayne. Is that yeah.
1: Tell Bruce Willis.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> the biggest action star in the world. Right. right. Um, but he... Um, Bruno. So the Hulk,
2: and he's like, he's not Professor Hulk, but he's very intelligent. And I guess because Bruce keeps dying, that he's not as smart as he used to be. He's still very smart, but the Hulk is smarter than him now. He openly admits... Bruce openly admits
1: that the Hulk is smarter than him. So, as he dies, does he lose, like, is there? I
2: don't know. Is if it memory anything? loss or
1: intelligence loss?
2: or? I, I think he just loses the pieces of himself, you know. Um,
1: That's even better to lose pieces of yourself yeah. because then he could lose things like his entire
2: history with Betty. So, I'll go ahead and give you one, one spoiler and, and just to talk about how, you know, the Hulk can't die. So, this agency's after him. Um, the Avengers show up. He's in Iowa, and the Avengers show up. And they're like, hey, we got to bring you in, dog. Just calm down. They go toe-to-toe. And the Hulk is whipping their ass. And then all of a sudden, Iron Man's like, last resort. And so he goes up into space, and they have a satellite trained on him. And it's like this Omega weapon. Destroys the town, but it kills Hulk. Uh, Or David Banner. Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be a long day. Um, but yeah, uh he kills Bruce Banner, so the organization comes in and cleans it up. <laughs> so, of course it turns night and the Hulk comes back alive. But they that dissected him and put him in like all these separate little jars. So there's like a jar for the head of the Hulk, there's a jar for like one of his hands. They're just all along this wall. And like all of David or Bruce Banner's parts come to turn into the Hulk, but he's all separated into like these Jars, <laughs> dude. Yeah it it is. It, okay, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's trippy. <clears throat> it's
1: it, it's fun. It's been a fun ride. I not like. Um, I love Al Ewing. I mean, I don't think he gets a
3: lot of props for right. what he
1: does, but I know that he's getting a lot of accolades for this, and I'm I'm excited because I loved his last two books. So
3: here's a, the quick story of why I started reading the Mortal Hulk. Uh, on Wednesday, I went to pick up my comic books, and when I went to Titan, uh. They didn't have many books left, and one of them... I think they had a variant, so it said, you know, please only take one. So then I went to the other comic book in Irving that I go to, Sanctuary, uh, to pick up some other stuff. And they didn't have any. They were sold out. And I was like, huh, why is this book so hot? So we looked it up, uh, and the the cover, the regular cover was already at $10, just on its own, on on day of release.
1: That's bullshit. And I
3: was like, what is going on here? So, Mm. I mean, I, I... I put on a group that I'm in, like just like does anybody know what's going on? And they're like, no, this book's just really good. So like, I went home. I was like, all right, I already have these five on un- unlimited, so I'm gonna read them. And I started reading it, and it's it's really just it's that addictive. Good. Yeah, okay. it really
2: is. I mean, because it, it's a very good, like they just drop you in the very issue. They the Hulk comes back alive. They give you the backstory of what's going on, and why the Hulk keep, he's immortal, so he won't let Bruce die. And just take off from there.
3: And it, it has feels of like a horror book. Because yeah, it's a horror book. The way yeah. drawn, Body horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the artist is uh, Joe Bennett on pencils, Rui Jose on inks, and Paul Munson colors. But the way they they made the art of the book, it's like there's a scene at the morgue, and you're just like, like it's yeah. generally, like it's creepy, like you're in there, and things just happen, and then you see the Hulk come back to life. And you're like, holy shit, what's going on? Yeah.
2: Um I will tell you this is the first Hulk story that has me that that has gotten me interested in the Hulk since uh Planet oh. Hulk.
1: Whoa, really?
2: Yeah, like I, I enjoyed World War Hulk, but I really wasn't that interested yeah. in it. Yeah. And, and it kind of and it kind of disappointed fun. me in the end. Yeah. Um but Planet Hulk was fun. And there really hasn't been many Hulk stories that really
1: got me other than if he's with the Avengers.
3: Favorite Hulk story? Oh, Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Bruce Jones' run is my favorite Hulk run because it came out during the movie, Mm -hmm. and I was like, well, let's see how these match up. Totally don't match up at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's more like the old TV show, and he writes it like a horror book because Bruce is alone, Mm -hmm. and it's very much like the, um, the, not the first film, not the Eric Bana film, but the second one, Mm -hmm. because it's uh, him on the road trying to find... Uh, and he's, he's found someone who can help him, and so he's communicating secretly, you know, seeing him, you know, blood and stuff to help work it out, and you're trying to mm-hmm. figure out who it is along the way, but it's John Romita, junior art, that with Carrie Andrews covers, mm-hmm. those Carrie Andrews covers are beautiful, if you've yeah. ever seen, there's a Hulk, uh, Dorman Rockwell, Yeah, that Carrie Andrews did that and that's during this run but Bruce Jones did two volumes of it and it's just my absolute favorite because it's just it reminds me of the old show with more of the comic sensibilities
2: um to explain how powerful the Hulk is now um when the Avengers showed up it it makes me wonder why they keep bringing back the Hulkbuster armor because it always gets jacked up like every time he, he shows up with the Hulkbuster it It's going to end up in pieces because it doesn't really stop the Hulk at all. He does that again in this issue. And then, of course, you know, um, Jen's on the Avengers now. Oh, yeah. And so she shows up, and they're trying to keep her calm and not turn into She-Hulk. Because she's, like, she's gone more of the feral Hulk. And so... She has the look of the old Savage She-Hulk cover with the white ragged shirt. Yeah. So... She can't talk him down, so she turns into She Hulk, and they get into it. Hulk hits her so hard, she ends up two states away. I don't know what states, though. (laughs) Rhode Island? Well, (laughs) it's the the Midwest, so it's flyover states, so it was apropos, Uh, right? Yeah.
3: (laughs) What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a She Hulk? But yeah. the, the volumes I are think are only five issues, mm-hmm. so you can catch up. on Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so like it, it's only out of fifteen, so I think that's the maybe they just wrapped up the last the third arc.
1: Yeah, I think so.
3: Do you guys think
1: that? I know we're gonna get into endgame a little bit, but talking Hulk, we don't see Hulk in the in the trailer.
3: Welcome back to talking Hulk.
2: I think it's because it's Professor Hulk, and they're I, to I think that so too, thing. and I'm excited for that. I am too, um, but we'll get into that. We'll in a little to, bit.
1: In a little bit. A little I've bit.
2: also read, I finally read Umbrella Academy Volumes 1 and 2.
1: Okay,
2: and? I love this book. It's so fun. It is very fun. It's an original story, and
1: the it's thing I so have. so
2: odd. Well, the funny thing about it is, is that, remember when um, it first dropped on Netflix, and I watched the first three episodes, and I came to you guys, I was like, who's, who, who's binged this whole thing? Yeah. And you were like, I have. I was like, should I keep watching it? because I had all these questions that did not get any kind of answers by the third episode and I was frustrated with it. The funny thing about that is I'm reading umbrella Academy volumes one and two. I still have a bunch of questions, but I am so much loving this book. Like the only one that the only character that I really find kind of uninteresting is number one. Okay. Um, but I, the rest of them could easily be my favorite character. Like oh I, wow, I, really? I, 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 like five wins out.
1: Five does have a cool story. I love yeah. his background. I love Rumor. Um. Yeah. What do you think you know. about the changes from the TV show? Well, to I, the TV
2: show. Okay, so I still haven't finished the TV show. Um, I wanted to read the the volumes first that way I can kind of see the Push changes. Push through, because
1: I'd love to have umbrella discussion in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, dude, we
3: had a pretty good one at the Convo yeah. Club.
2: Um, noticeable changes that they made, they don't use the code names. Yeah. Which is. And then they really don't. They kind of changed the Kraken's ability. Like, they don't even mention water. But it's like he has these knife throwing abilities. But um, changing Rumor to be black was
3: interesting.
1: Also, to make her likable. Yes. Um, she's not likable in the book.
2: You don't think so?
1: I don't think so.
3: I don't think so either. Especially after the what she the did thing to the roof with number one. Or the oh skateboard. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Some things I would have liked to
1: have seen in the show mm-hmm. would be um, the cyber ape body, not just the yes, ape body, right, right, right. but the robot ape. That was one of the big changes. There. Yeah, um, that was one. Uh, they didn't they never made number 5 old. They mm-hmm. always kept him young and they didn't yeah. put in the serial killer element. They
3: have him in the when they when he first comes back through the portal, you do see an older gentleman before Well, they have
2: in episode 4. Oh. I, just, I I rewatched episode or I watched episode 4 and 5 last night and they showed him going through the apocalypse and being old number 5. Okay. Yeah. And then, they and they approached him and asked him to sign on the 5-year contract. Okay, then. Um, I missed that. But um I thought it was in the books. It was interesting how they inserted themselves in the JFK assassination, and how they pulled it off was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reasons why Rumor went ahead and decided to do it, um, I found that very interesting. And, and for, from a guy who I'm not a big fan of his music, but you know, uh, uh, a rock and roll guy writing a comic book. I found it very entertaining. It was a very interesting story. I'd love to see more stories from I lo- this group.
1: Yeah, I, I think my favorite thing is that he just went weird. He mm-hmm. he could easily have just said, you know, he could start a superhero story like a super ha- Superman. Like there's a boy alone in the Midwest, and he discovers, discovers he has superpowers. No, he makes a bunch of weirdos, <laughs> and he makes it even weirder, and he makes the villains weird. And I think... His choices of their superpowers was very interesting. Well, you like, could tell this guy read Doom Patrol. He wanted to yeah. have like yeah. a weird group of people who didn't quite get along. Mm-hmm. So probably a little bit Doom Patrol, a little bit of X Men. Yeah.
2: I will say this: if I ever meet Gabriel Ball, I want um, I you want know, a commission of um, white violin.
1: I love oh, his white yeah. violin. That was the one thing I, I was talking with Aaron at, at at Urban Legends, and he said that he goes, I, "I'm not, I haven't gotten to the end, but from what I can tell, I know I won't get the violin, and I'm okay with that." <laughs> and I was like, "Why?" And he goes, "Because I feel like the book is better. He just liked the way the book laid everything out, mm-hmm. and." Uh, but it was interesting cuz he said the the biggest thing about the book was a book it's not a book you revisit it's a book you enjoy cuz the characters aren't very likable. Mm-hmm. But he loved so much so many things about that. He goes he goes like in the book number 5 has that um stopwatch. Oh. Yeah, the monocle the the mm-hmm. the or the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And or what are they? What are they called? Stopwatch. Not a stopwatch, Time but it, stop. uh, I don't know.
3: pocket watch. Pocket watch. Yeah.
1: And uh, he's like, I I bought that just off that. And it's, like, not even in the show. Like, and and it's just separating the two. I think you have to because... Yeah, because the book is
2: really weird. Yeah. Um, Not as weird as I thought it was going to go. But it was a good balance of weird and good storytelling. And, like I said, you don't get all the answers. Um, Like, they still haven't said how... um, Number six died, Ben. Yeah. Like, we kind of know his power set, but we don't know how he died. We just know that they blame one, number one for his death. Yeah. Um, but we really haven't gotten a story about that. Um, yeah, I, I did like I, I did like how they kind of simplified what happened to number one and how he changed, how he you know became this ape like guy. Um, with just S- that serum. Just
1: saved. He was saved. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, if that's not uh, Robot Man, I don't know what is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but yeah, it, it was just
2: a fun read. I, I and it didn't take long at all for me to get through it. I, I was just tr- 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 just flipping through.
3: One, one of the coolest things, and I didn't notice this till I reread it and I watched the show. Um, they mentioned that they get their numbers based on how Hargreaves ranks them as in importance. Or as, I guess... How he can utilize them the best. Yeah. But as you watch the show and read the book, you realize that he ranked them backwards. From most powerful... To least. To probably least powerful or useful. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it like that, Space Boy, he's Is- number one. He's at the at the end of the line. Mm-hmm. Kraken, especially with the, only the knife throwing in the show, mm-hmm. he's not that useful either. Mm-hmm. But then you take all the other guys. You take you White know, Violin and... Um, number six. I don't know how you don't put rumor number one, but then you have the white violin. Yeah. yeah. That's why. That's how, yeah. Yeah.
2: White violin's the most powerful. Um, cool. I can see where he put number six at number six. Yeah, same. Um, rumor, I think, is underrated. That is... That, that yeah, is, That's a dark power. That is a dark power. Yeah. Um, every time... <laughs> it was so funny when I was reading the book, every time she uses her power, you know, I heard a rumor and then I just start Immediately, my mind goes to that song. I heard a rumor. So you get it. You get it. Yeah.
0: An earworm. With yeah, uh, with the book. yeah, it's just just reading the
2: book. But I mean, um, one other thing I read was a Killing Joke. I finally got around to reading that. Oh, yes. I had okay. never read.
1: Let's dig in.
3: So yeah. I, no, you had me. Uh, you already had my attention. But let's <laughs> go. <laughs> um, did he rape her? I don't think so.
1: Hmm. I think I think that Jim, Joker, why undress her? Because that's all Jim Gordon's ever going to think about after seeing those photos is Diddy Raper.
3: Yeah, I don't it doesn't feel to me like Joker is interested in sex in any kind of way like in any other but stuff. but
1: rape is more of a thing of power. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't even know if Joker's into power. He's just into mass. He's just
3: into chaos and, like, chaos. messing with your head and stuff. So, so I, think,
1: I think he sends those photos, and as a father, you sit there and you, everything goes... Th- the worst things right. go through your mind. Right, right. And then you have physical evidence of, that your daughter's been shot, been stripped. Right, you
3: don't even know if she's still alive, right?
1: And, you know, the, all that stuff's going to go through the police first, so you know he's going to get it. Any other parent who's had their kid... Uh, kidnapped, probably would never see that kind of stuff. They would go to the police. He's getting that stuff first.
2: So, My second question is because they went ahead and made her oracle in continuity, is the killing joke in continuity?
1: Yes. Did he kill the Joker? No. Obviously not.
3: Well, there's three Jokers so maybe.
1: It would be an interesting story if they they said that there were four Jokers and this this one was killed.
3: (laughs) So I think one of my favorite parts of the book is that you don't know, right? I don't think you... You don't
1: know. It just ends you know. with laughter and then, and then no laughter, yeah.
3: Oh, did you hear there's a crack noise or whatever, and then mm-hmm. that's it. The mm-hmm. book's over. It, and, I mean, he is dead. He
1: does kill him in the end, in the book, but in continuity, he's not. Unless there are yeah. four Jokers, and he killed one of them. Hmm. Interesting. But, I mean, I love Brian Boland's
3: art in that. Yeah, I mean,
1: that, it was good art. Um, I think that's going to be one of the longest-standing Batman books.
3: I, I want... That's one of the covers for a Detective that I would go out and like buy, because um, he's doing it only for some store in the UK, Forbidden Planet, I think.
1: Oh, really? They're getting yeah. exclusives. I think so. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess if you want to appeal to the shops, you get them exclusive covers. Yeah, you know? I mean,
3: I I don't think that I'll buy it this week, but but I'll I'll probably just wait and then see if it's still around and if, and it's still the same price, whatever it may be.
2: We'll and see. then um, finally, as far as readings. Um, I was at the library the other day, and I found this book called um, Euthanauts by Teeny Howard and Nick Robles. And it's about the afterlife and how they, you know how we consider space and the sea as a frontier? Yeah. Well, the afterlife is considered a frontier. And so they are astronauts in the afterlife. Look at the art. It's Freaking fantastic. Show the kids. Cleaning. It was beautiful. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, good I haven't me. had a chance to dig into it yet, but I just, it's just a, the cover got me. It was a beautiful cover and, yeah. So it's all science but um reading some of the reviews on Goodreads, um, they consider it a very, I guess this is Teeny Howard's first book. Um,
1: introduction by Scott Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: everybody was interested in the world that she built, but there wasn't enough story. Like they want more. Like it, it, it seemed like it ended too abruptly.
1: And then any also, chance of them revisiting it? Uh, I don't know.
0: Ooh.
2: Like I said, I haven't read it, and um, I also picked up Black Hammer Volume One by Jeff Lemire. Uh,
1: that is on my list to read. What do you think?
2: I have not had a chance to get into that, but those are just a couple of books that I picked up that I wanted to mention because they are totally different than what I've been reading, and I just look, needed something different.
3: And we got a pretty cool announcement this week about Black Hammer. They're doing a crossover with the Justice League. Really? Written by Jeff Lemire.
1: you got to have it written by Jeff Lemire. Yeah. I don't think anyone else could write Black Hammer. Right,
3: right. So um, I've read Black Hammer Volume 1 and I like it but I haven't read the other stuff just because there's other stuff that I'm reading Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm getting this book I'm getting the Black Hammer just as the crossover because it looks great
2: Um, as far as what I've been watching Deadly Class I've not finished the season Uh, what do you think of season finale?
1: I still haven't watched the season okay. for that one. Okay.
2: Um, How
3: are you guys liking this show? Because it's all on my DVR. I just haven't had time to watch it, but it's
1: um, it's fun. But it's on Sci-Fi Channel, so it's one of those where I go, oh yeah, I got to go over to this app to to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like I forget because I don't watch any shows, but now that I, that I get on it, I go, oh, they got the first season of Krypton. And you yeah. guys have been going, you've got to watch Krypton. Yeah, they just
2: dropped a um, season two trailer. Yep, and it looks. There's a lot of uh, doomsday in that.
3: They're going Gotham it, and just bringing all the Superman villains into Krypton.
1: Lobo? Do they show him in the trailer? How they does, didn't. They didn't no, show him in the trailer.
3: They only we only have that one picture of him, but but I think like there's a Zod too in the I think so. If
1: he has a bite me fanboy uh jacket, I might lose my shit. That <laughs> would be so awesome to see on Krypton.
2: Right. Um And of course I've been watching the Umbrella Academy. I, um they didn't drop a season three yet for Preacher. I'm waiting for that trailer. Yeah. Or that that That's just
1: gotten better and
2: better. Season four. I remember yeah, you weren't on a part of the show, but when it first came out, watched like the first six episodes, and this guy over here was so out on that show. He was so out. Was that? Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, he stopped watching. and
3: Because uh, we were at Preacher, I think, when it was going to come out.
2: Yeah, we've been doing the volumes in comic of a Club. Mm-hmm. Um. What have you guys been watching? Anything? Uh, I I know.
3: I, I do have a little something to vent, I guess. Oh. Uh, I, as you guys know, I love the CW shows. Yeah. Um, but this week on Arrow. <laughs>
1: this should be fun. I, I have not watched anything. You're going to spoil C- it. I don't care.
3: The CW try to give us a backdoor pilot for their Black Star show, which is set in the future. Uh, Black Star and. Do you guys mind? Oh yeah, go ahead. 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 So spoilers for Arrow this season: Blackstar is uh, Ollie and Felicity's daughter. Yeah, Mia. Yeah, so she works with uh, their Oliver's son. What's his name? Um, Oh,
1: Connor. No, No. it's um,
3: William. Yes, William. So they're all grown up, and then they have a team and. It's kind of like a dystopian future where the Glades rose up and they are like now the, the rich city, mm. and then Star City fell. Because
1: they've been essentially doing kind of future forward. Right. And uh, what's-his-name-is-like-the-mayor? Mad Dog. Mad Dog, yeah. Mad Dog, yeah. Mm.
3: <laughs>
1: Who has made that character better than anything yeah. in, in yeah. the comics ever.
3: But they gave us a full episode of future stuff, which I am I don't think that this show works without... Uh, without Ollie and Diggle and Felicity as the core, yeah, and giving these new actors that responsibility to try to carry maybe their own show, I don't think it's gonna work. And I, I was really upset. Like I did not like this show, like this episode at all. I did. not Wow, enjoy. really? Mm. That's a lot for you to yeah, say. I, yeah, did you I, like everything? I gave it a two. What? what? And one of those now want to go yeah. and watch it. Mm-hmm. One of those points was because we get to see Katrina log in as uh, Talia. Oh. She trains Mia. Which, if you're gonna get trained, get trained by the best, Oh, right? yeah. oh, oh yeah. 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 And then uh, what was the other point I gave it to? You? Um, I don't know. It was some nonsense that had nothing to do with the episode. But yeah, I mean, I I did not enjoy it. I don't think. I think one zero goes off the air if they try to do a black star show. I don't want to say that I won't watch it. I'll probably check it out, but it's not like, on the prior, top priority. Right. And it's yeah. weird because I normally love all these shows. Like, I watch everything, although I've dropped off in Supergirl, but I want to check out the stuff with Lex. Yeah, I do want to mm. see Lex. Uh, that's going on right now, so maybe I'll do that this week.
1: Um, if, you, if you're curious and you, and you want to hear more, uh, I'm listening to Michael Rosenbaum you know, from Smallville. He played Lex Luthor. He right. has a podcast. Yeah. He had John Cryer on. Oh. And they talk Lex. He talks Lex a lot because that's a character he's play. He played for for so many years. But uh, uh, he has John Cryer on. It's pretty good. Does oh, he talk
3: wrong. Wally a lot too?
1: <laughs> no. Mm-hmm.
3: Not John Cryer because, most he voiced them for so many years. On-
1: he talks about it and references it. He just calls himself the Flash.
3: That uh, that episode where they switch, where Luther and the Flash switch. Uh, and he, and he takes the mask off. He yeah. Because I don't know who the uh, hell I am. <laughs> but then you have Rosamond doing Luthor. It's like, it's it's pretty good.
1: Because it's uh, John, who's doing, who does Luthor in that show? Clancy? Clancy Brown? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Kurgan. There could be only one. But that was it. That was my rant. Like, I think Arrow's on track to, to, like, really wrap up a really good season, I think, overall. Yeah. Ollie working with the police is, he's going legit, so... Um, but that has a lot of challenges. What do you all think about the uh, end of Arrow
1: coming? It's time.
3: I think so. I, mean, they I also, think it's past yeah, time. But. They also announced Supernatural is coming to an end after their 15th season. That's huge. Yeah. I'm a, I, I love that show, but I am behind on it. And mm-hmm. I'm just glad they're going kind kinda out. It feels like they're going out on their terms, which is what I think you want, right? You want right. to go out when you want to go out. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to overstretch, stay your welcome. But you
1: I, I don't think there's a bigger show than that because I mean, is there another show that's able to put together a convention that's just about one show? I think right. just
3: The Walking Dead. They have their own walkers, stock The walker, con. but
1: I think those have started to fade, yeah. because of bad business practices.
0: Yeah,
3: but yeah, The Supernatural. They're in their fan base is, they're just fun. Like they just like having fun. I went to one of the small cons here. There was a panel that was just. Uh, it was about the people that kind of ship the the brothers, which is like, weird. Which is but weird, yeah. Because they're brothers. It's weird, but I was like, all right, I'm gonna go. Like, I have an hour to kill. If there's nothing else <laughs> to do. I want to go sit down for a minute. Let me go check it out. And you just hear all these people, and they know so much about the show. Like, it's right. it's like the conventions they portray in the show. Yeah, the fans are so dedicated, and they just know these in and out and they were throwing out random facts and i'm like damn i watched the show and i don't remember half of that stuff um, so yeah once you but i think they ship the brothers in a in a fun way not like game of thrones type of way but in just like you know like whatever they love each other <laughs> mm-hmm. the same people who put spock and kirk together yeah mm-hmm. and they're just two pretty people that yeah put them together what they're they're not real which is
1: interesting because I always thought Supernatural was the show that kind of was filling the void of Buffy once
3: the UPN
1: and uh, WB merged you know and and we got the CW uh, there was like one season of Angel left on there yeah and 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 then also there was a Supernatural show and I was like oh they're just trying to rip off Buffy and then I started watching it, and I was like, wow, this show's really, really good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is so not what Buffy was. This is just fun. So I hope they do another show. I know they're rebooting Buffy, but I wonder what the CW d- is going to do to fill this void of paranormal fun I, that they've had for 15 years. They've had a years. few
3: ideas, too, with pilots and stuff for other...
1: Well, they had that one that were going to spin off hunters, in Chicago. Well,
3: there was the hunters that it was
1: the... The females?
3: Yeah, the sheriff that they rescued from one season, and then the girl... That they ended up, the sheriff kind of adopted her. Yeah, they were gonna spin up into a kind of hunter show, uh, which once again, like, that's why I can recognize these backdoor pilots because you, you've seen if you watch TV for a long time, you've mm-hmm. seen so many of them. Right, and, how they set it up, and you can tell which ones are gonna work and which ones are not. So, sorry, Black Star, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> are you
1: already calling it, right?
3: Am I getting? half a season and then I don't know it'll go to the CW seat or something
1: it, it, it'll go in that pile of things we wish we had seen like Marvel's most wanted right
3: yeah, or the, uh, the what was the damage control yeah, yeah. Oh man like I I like the other the DC version of that mm-hmm. um the sitcom
2: with uh, Danny buddy yeah, yeah yeah yeah
3: Um I enjoy that I thought I was having fun and you get all the little knots uh, I was like oh they, they're using like sea level heroes but that's okay mm-hmm. because it's still in the DC Universe.
2: Yeah. All right, so we got a lot of comic book related news um, last couple of weeks. Uh, the Marvel Fox deal, or the DC Fox deal, is complete. No um,
1: Marvel, Disney.
2: Disney. 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 Disney Fox. Disney, Disney Fox. Um, that deal's complete. Um, sad news. There's probably going to be about four thousand layoffs. Yeah. Um, but
1: and, and and they're even killing a whole branch of their independent films. Uh, right. I think it was called like Spotlight? Fox 2000. Yeah. And they had done some really good independent stuff. But I, I just don't think independent film is not going to be stuff we see in the theater in five years. It's going to be stuff we rent on demand. Well,
3: Netflix, like I think Netflix and Amazon and like all these streaming services, I think that's where those people are going to go to make, because they need content. And then the creators need somebody to help them out make that content, right? So oh, yeah. I think they both. Benefit. I think it's sad
2: because I like going and seeing independent films in the theater. Yeah. I like going to the Angelica and seeing a little obscure movie that is wonderful. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends that don't like the Oscars because they're like, you know, like my dad, for instance. You know, all these movies get nominated, and but they're not movies that are like big blockbusters, and I don't think that's right. the point of the Oscars. Well, I think no. the Oscars, the point of the Oscars, is to find out who's the best filmmakers, and you can make an argument that you know the game is a little rigged um but at the same time some of the best films made just pure films are independent smaller budget movies yeah and not your big blockbusters your big blockbusters are popcorn and eye candy but um
1: based on a property of a comic book that's been you know
2: or whatever um
1: Oh, speaking of comic books.
2: Um, oh, is that what this...
3: Yeah. Oh, no, 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 well, <laughs> no. Well, speaking
2: of, speaking of, I, I finally saw Bumblebee this
1: week. Oh, okay. And?
2: And I enjoyed it. Although, is it? it that's a Fox property, right? Yep. No. I don't know. Transformers? Hasbro? I can't Bro?
3: tell because Dark Horse has it, so I don't know what that right. means. Or Boom. Um, uh,
1: Universal? It may be
3: universal. Paramount?
1: Yeah, it is universal. Maybe. If it's in. Th- w- so we could get a Fast and Furious Transformers oh, crossover? We,
2: we no, no, no,
3: Stop. Oh, they can ride the I'm riding
1: the fan fiction. Oh. Mm, I made a wrong turn. Torino, get um, in. I'm get Whatever, Optimus Prime. I'm driving.
3: <laughs> anyway. Um, the Rock would have to be right on top of Jazz, right? The The Rock would drive Roadblock. Okay. Roadblock. Sorry. So,
2: not to get into the end game too early, because we still got to talk about that here in a little bit, but um, there was speculation that in the trailer that we probably saw Kate Bishop, although that's probably been debunked, because I think that's his daughter, because we see his family in the background.
1: Um, Why can't she be Kate Bishop? But, because his last name is Barton. We can um, have them both! <sighs> but once you go superhero, mm-hmm. you hide... Your identity oh God, so why doesn't up. she pick up kate bishop's name so you don't know that she's a barton and that she can go out
3: we can make it happen don't no, yeah. we, we can make, we'll write it yeah.
1: his whole family was hidden by shield so she could adopt a whole new different Look, mr enough.
3: feige can reach out to us and then we won't give it away for free but there's a little taste <laughs>
2: <laughs> but i have my kate bishop haley stanfield
3: yeah,
1: I, I she's like She's my that. Gwen Stacy. Is she your Gwen Stacy? Why my, is she? My, because she was in... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm doing this again. Uh, because she was in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. She
2: was uh, yeah. Spider-Gwen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but we're talking live action. I want her to be my
1: Kate Bishop.
3: I can see she,
2: that. She's got the build. She's got the personality for it, And she got the hair color.
1: The only thing I have seen her in is Pitch Perfect. I kind of want to see uh, that... Go, end, oh, and Into the it. Spider-Verse. See Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's in my queue. Yeah,
2: it's on Netflix now. Yeah. Oh God, I gotta watch it again. Okay, because that's a really good movie. And
3: you should, you should watch Bumblebee. Okay, it, it's a fun movie. It is. You know, just because
1: of so much health issues and losing my yeah. job and stuff, I've uh, I, I'm only getting to watch certain films right. on Steelbook right. when when yeah. I've pre-ordered them. So I'll mm-hmm. be getting Aquaman soon, and I haven't seen Aquaman, so I'll get to see it. A I missed uh, out on
3: the Spider Verse Steelbook
1: thing. I forgot. I haven't even gone through all the extras. Someone said that there's a full Spider-Ham cartoon in it, and I'm excited to go through all that stuff. Yeah.
2: <sighs> I wouldn't miss that on that. Um, James Gunn's coming back to the Guardians.
3: You're yeah. here, James. We love you. That's good. Now, no. if he could... He's having his cake and eating it, too, because oh, he now is. he's doing Suicide Squad.
1: I know. That's so cool. It's like, like people went after him to fire him. He got more jobs and gets rehired by Disney. Yeah.
3: Which
2: I, I, I predicted. Well, actually, I predicted that he probably wouldn't come back.
1: I said he would because you were looking at movies, two movies that combined over did over a billion dollars. I don't think you see that in the third film if you don't have
2: James Gunn. I, right.
3: The funniest part is that now – Disney's going to have to wait till he's done with Suicide Squad.
2: Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate because that means what we get for maybe five years between Volume 2 and maybe. Volume 3.
1: But it's already written. It's already written. you know. Um, and for all intents and purposes, if they hired him, they could go into pre-production and he could put his team on it before he could get to it and have pre-production ready for him true. to just go into direct. Um,
2: the only saving grace is the fact that we get Guardians and, and – infinity war and and Endgame, kind of as a buffer but i think it's still a
1: long time to wait between volumes another uh interview on that podcast uh with michael rosenbaum is karen gillum and she talks about working with james gunn and everything and so uh he's friends with james gunn you know because he was he was one of the uh he was cast in the last film as one of the original guardians yeah 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 uh who's the diamond guy Starts oh. with an M. I can't remember his name. Kyle. Kyle, where are you? We need to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Load the original.
3: The, Ky- <laughs> the Kylepedia is, is not connected. <laughs> the yeah. Kylepedia is not loading.
1: So. Um, I, I I was really enjoying that interview. And Karen Gellum, I just love hearing her accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, she'll go into her uh, American accent, which is hilarious. But then... Uh I've just been watching Endgame over and over again. Are y'all? I, uh, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> have.
3: Wait, the trailer you? The mean? trailer? No. Oh, the, no, uh, I'm uh, sorry. Infinity War. Uh, Infinity War
1: over and over again. Yeah, that may good. be That may be the most watched movie for me next to Guardians.
3: There's just so much going on. It's like even if it's just in the background of you, then you look away and then you look back and you're like Oh shit! This is happening again. Mm-hmm. And then you cry again. And
2: then I—I I, I turned it on the other day. It was on Netflix, or you know, I was flipping through Netflix. I was going to go watch The Umbrella Academy, and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I want to rewatch this one scene.
0: You know what? I got three hours to kill.
2: <laughs> well, I just wanted to watch this one scene in in Infinity War, and so I turned it on. I flipped, the, you know, fast forward it. It's like thirty minutes into the film. Yeah, I ended up watching the rest of it. Yeah, I just, you just can't turn it off. It's it's a really it's good thing. Like, yeah,
1: I could never not finish Winter Soldier, Civil War, this Infinity War. Those are my big ones. Civil War, uh, Guardians, Guardians 1, Guardians One, all Guardians. Just because oh I'll hear the music and go oh is that, is that you know and then mm-hmm. and they just want to go watch. Um, yeah, those are the ones I probably rewatch the most. I, can, I I'll always stop. And Ant Man, uh, Ant Man. I watch Ant Man a lot. Yeah,
2: Ant Man. The, the, Ant Man was good. I think it was very, highly underrated. Um, I, highly underrated people. And it was. It. And the funny thing about it is, is the way they situated Ant Man and Ant Man the Wasp um, comes right after an event, and an event movie. Um,
1: to give you a little lighter fare after yeah, you've seen half of well, the I mean, Universe well, die, I
2: mean. <laughs> Well, it came Ant-Man came right after Age of Ultron.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I think we can all agree that Age of Ultron disappointed a lot of fans. Yep. Um, me included. And so Ant-Man was that palate cleanser for I'm not going to say it is a horrible movie.
1: Oh no, it's not. It was I just mean, it's disappointing. Um, I think what's interesting with Age of Ultron, Age of Ultron is a comic book movie. Um, but if you've read the comics, you've read that story. So mm-hmm. there, there wasn't a whole lot new to it, other than James Spader. Mm-hmm. Um, James Spader gave it a lot of life. Yeah. But I just don't feel like. I mean, Age of Ultron the the comic
3: was more fun.
1: Yeah, you know, and I'd go back and reread that. The one where uh, Hawkeye is
3: the one where Wolverine has to go back somewhere yeah. to deal with Wolverine. Yes. Oh, is that? Yes. Oh,
1: that's in there, yes. Okay, yeah. See, I, I, there are so many different Ultron stories you can go uh, yeah. to. And, and this one was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's good. Yeah. It's, it, you know, oh, yeah, it's just like it's from the comics. You, you, but get,
3: you get a lot of cool things because you get the Hulk versus the Hulkbuster. Mm-hmm. You get the twins actually showing off their powers. Uh, mm-hmm. You get Claw, which I think he's great. He's just great. Ultron, like the villains. I thought great.
2: he was better in Black Panther than he was in Age of Ultron, but.
1: I don't know. Like I like seeing him get his arm chopped off. Yeah,
2: that was cool.
3: He came into his character. Like I think he. Just I love seeing
2: him. those villain origins. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah he too. <laughs> right.
2: Um, and then Ant Man and the Wasp came after uh, Infinity War, and so um, I think both of those films have a special place in my heart because they're just they're just light, and we haven't really seen a straight comedy. Like when Ant Man came out, we hadn't seen like a straight comedy. From a Marvel film. Yeah. Now we've gotten three of them because we've gotten Ragnarok and. Um, yeah, keep going. And Ant Man and the Wasp. Which. Ant Man and the Wasp really wasn't. I think it was more of a. of a serious movie than Ant Man. Ant Man was more of a straight comedy.
3: Yeah,
1: it was a straight comedy.
3: Um, I wonder if that has anything to do. So there's a universe where it had got right finish the ant movie Mm -hmm. and I want to see what that would look like. (sighs) Uh, I
1: I have a feeling that there are ideas that maybe he had for Baby Driver that would be in there. There would probably be some cool music that would be in there and definitely some cool miniaturization
3: stuff that they didn't do. Like the stuff in the bathroom the, it's really good. Like, I like... I like but we've them.
1: seen that before. You've yeah. seen it, you know, when, oh, you've shrunk, you know, honey, the, I shrunk the kids. Oh, you got trapped outside. Oh, there's bugs well, and there's, we've, you know. we've
3: seen it, but there's a whole generation of people that, that was their first miniature station shenanigans, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's... I like them. I like M and the Wasp. They're fun movies. Uh, but... There's a part of me that I was like, oh, what if Edgar Wright has stayed on.
2: There, there's always yeah. going to be a part of me like that. I think it's a part of everybody that knows yeah. movies.
1: But you also would lose, um, oh my gosh, hey, Michael there, Michael uh, Pena. Michael Pena. I I don't you think, think
3: so. You don't think that was a uh, Edgar Wright? Like, I think so. I actually see that as a he Edgar did, Wright
1: would write that. Well, yeah.
3: If you watch Scott Pilgrim, he gets comedy very well. I think. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he gets comedy very well. Oh, very. Yeah. Well, spaced. So, yeah. So, so I think.
1: I love space so much I own the the U.K. copy and the U.S. copy. So mm-hmm. forget your variants. I buy variant D, uh, uh, DVDs. Oh, wow.
3: <laughs> Region codes. He can't, he can't even play it in the U.S., but he still has it. Oh, no, I have a hacked DVD player. Oh, okay. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, and it's just for commentary. It's so stupid.
2: So who now believes that the Marvel Netflix shows are dead now that they're auctioning off all their
1: I prompts? I hate that, but yeah. Um, I just wish I had the money to buy something. Mm-hmm. So, Shelby does a lot of video research. Right. And so, she's posted a couple of things she's read in there. And it mm-hmm. sounds like Hulu uh, may be getting a portion of Marvel shows. Okay. Uh, because that was part of 20th Century Fox that is now owned by Disney. Disney can now go, hey, we got our own service. Let's just throw some shows over here. And it won't cost us like Netflix. Because right. Netflix has this deal that... Essentially, after the character's use, you cannot reuse the character for two years. Two years, yeah. So, the quicker they cancel it, the quicker we can see Power Man, Iron Fist, Daredevil, Jessica Mm -hmm. Jones all be rebooted.
2: Here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. Um, Kevin Feige said that as far as Disney Plus goes, um, all the TV shows will be a Marvel Studios production. So, Perlmutter and all that stuff's out of it. That'll be in his control. You know how, like, anything that was Netflix, they kind of referenced the MCU, and the more Agents of Shield went on, the less and less and less they referenced the MCU because of the rip between Promoter and Foggy. Yeah, and but
3: they did address Thanos in the last season.
2: No, I mean, there's still there's still some. I mean, here's the deal. That's split. That rift between Perlmutter and and Foggy, I think that was a lot bigger than um, what lay people would know about, Um, considering that they practically took Marvel Studios and broke it off from Marvel just to get them away from each other. And so it, 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 it it would behoove Perlmutter to every once in a while mention the MCU. But if you watch that show consistently, nope. the very first couple of seasons, it was all yeah, it MCU time. And had then the guest stars like uh, yeah. Jamie Alexander was yeah, in there, Sif.
3: Nick Fury and uh, Maria mm. Hill were in right. one of the episodes.
2: But after season two, less and less and less and less, and now it's almost zero. They they may have mentioned Thanos. Yeah. But I mean,
3: well, they were you, dealing with the Kree last season too. Yeah, I mean, and but, and they look pretty pretty similar to. The Kree that we
2: get, you know? yeah, I mean, the Marvel, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I just I wasn't a
3: fan of the show. I didn't like the
1: characters in it and the things they did with them. I wasn't a fan of until like it. Really, I hated Sky. Mm-hmm. I just hate that character. Um, <laughs> She's you like Quake,
2: you don't like Quake. So
3: here's here's you
2: Daisy Johnson? Come on, man. Uh, and it's
3: nothing against she's the
1: actress. Just, she she's great. I mean, she's I, hot. I but yeah, oh, very. Um, <laughs>
3: and she's voicing Quake in the the Marvel Marvel Rising. Yeah, Marvel Rising.
1: Yeah. Um, but it just seemed like she just knew everything. Like you know, she took a week to train and suddenly she was a Shield agent. She was super hacker. It's like it's like you pull any kid off the street. First of all, they ain't looking like that. Second of all, hacker skills and all this other shit. That was just my. Yeah, so you picked the old man Hawkeye? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm getting Me too. I, I'm getting
3: ready. Mm-hmm. Why would Bogo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, you want to see what's at the top of the reading list? Old Man Hawkeye, Volume One and Two. Uh, I'm going back or uh, reading Deadly Class, Volume One, Sweet Tooth, Volume Four, and I'm starting on uh, Warren Ellis's Project Superpowers. It's really it's a really older book, and I haven't read it in a long time, so I'm. Going back to that. And a buddy of mine did Cash and Carry. Mm-hmm. Sean Pryor we had on the show. Right. Um, I, I got that because he's putting out the second volume for a Kickstarter. I, I pitched him oh, on. Really? Oh, that's cool. Uh, um, and a bunch of King, uh, uh, King Kong, Planet of the Apes books. You know, random shit. Um,
2: I know it's spring and money's getting kind of tight. But I got no ready? job, so it's always yeah. tight. So who is ready for April? I mean, April's going to be like a... For us geeks, April's going
1: to be a huge month Well, let's break it down What are we starting with? Shazam I'm in You saw it this weekend I saw it last night Do we want to talk about it?
3: I'll I'll, I'll just give you this Spoiler-free review Spoiler-free review Uh, First thing I'm going to do is uh, For the audio listeners I'm putting both my thumbs up (laughs) It was a fun movie That's what I hear Zachary Levi is a lot of fun All the kids, they're great yeah, Especially right. the, the the actor from Stranger Things that plays the I don't want to say main foster kid, but uh, I don't remember his name. But yeah, he's just it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of the movie's a lot deeper than just exploring Shazam. It explores Billy a lot too. Oh, cool. So I had a great time. I the movie it was just long enough. Uh, Mark Strong is great. He's, yeah, I think he's just great. He's in, awesome, man. He's always in great. Everything, even when he was Sinestro. Say what you will about the Green Lantern movie. He was great. He's show. the best thing in yeah. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, it, I really enjoyed it.
1: Uh, uh, what is the uh, image book that he does? Uh, Kingsman? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's in the, the second Kingsman movie. He
3: fucking slays in that movie. And he's not a bad guy in that movie. Oh, he's so great. Else he's yeah, that,
1: that second movie is not good. He's the best thing in yeah. it. Um,
3: so, yeah, so Shazam. Shazam, we started with that. I'll Hellboy. go watch it again when it comes out in the theater. We're getting
2: Hellboy next month, right? Got to see Hellboy. Um,
3: Big 25 anniversary yesterday, I think, for mm-hmm. Hellboy.
2: Um, well, uh, although it's the last week in March, but we get um, Happy Season 2 this week. I haven't finished Happy Season 1, man. Got to get on that. Um,
3: We're getting uh, War of the Realms kicks off in April. Yeah. So um, Jason Aaron. That's right. I, and I believe in Jason Aaron. Uh, we, get, we get Legends coming back. Yes. We get the finale of Gotham, which... I love that show so much.
1: It seems so, every time I read great stuff about it, it's just the fans going crazy about like what they've
0: done.
3: So, here's how I de- describe the Gotham experience. We all got on the bus when it first started, and then the bus was going 50 and it had to jump over a highway. <laughs> and, but when it landed, not everybody was still on board. A lot of people fell off. Fish Mooney was mm-hmm. off. Yeah, a lot of people fell off that bus, but the people that stayed on, we are on the fucking ride right of our lives in that airport just going around and around and around. <laughs>
1: well, I love that uh, they let them use Joker and that they use different varieties of what they wanted to Joker to be, yeah. which was cool. Because it just seems that DC doesn't want to use Batman all the way. Like, we, here's a kid version. We don't want to have Batman on TV, Let,
3: let me tell you the last three episodes who the villains have been. Uh, two episodes ago, we got Ventriloquist and Jane Doe. Last week, we got Poison Ivy. This week, and Poison I and Ivy's been in the show since season Poison one, Ivy as a kid. Has evolved like a Pokemon. She's been cast four <laughs> times <laughs> in that show. <laughs> uh, and then this week, and I haven't seen it, but we have Bane.
1: And he looks like shit. He looks like shit. He looks like Gotham Admit it. shit.
3: though. <laughs> he looks like Gotham shit. Um, we, got Mu- we got Mutants from, from The Dark Knight Returns.
1: I know, because when you tweeted that, you were so excited. It's-
3: they're like, let's put everything on this show except Batman. Yeah. And even then, they're going pretty hard at this dude's already Batman. Like he didn't have to go train for years or whatever. Uh, he's just kind of Batman. He's now, just a badass right. kid. Just, that's right. He's just a Batman kid. Like, oh, man, it's the finale's coming up, and I, I'm I'm gonna be sad that when that show goes away because it's I really- I'm
1: I've been curious enough I wanted to see um, the whole. Uh, Joker arc, and now I may commit to the last season just to see that. But I, Shane West is the worst casting for Bane I think I've ever seen. Shane West is, the- isn't it? Shane West who's, yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: he's the Oliver Twist dude, right? From the ah.
1: That's his main role that I know. Of. And again, not a bad dude, not a bad actor, just not perfect for the role. Bane is a Central American guy. <laughs> Shane West is the whitest guy I could ever see. They do give him a... He was in ER. He was in... He just... Bane is not that. Bane isn't even what Tom Hardy was, but he did such a good job, we kind of go, ooh, that's Bane. But Bane is... So. That gives you power over me. <laughs> Everyone has a Bane impression. Oh, and it God. should have a little bit of a Central American accent to it. Yeah. So,
3: yeah, Gotham. So Danny getting- Trejo
1: does the voice in the cartoons, right? We're getting,
3: right. Yeah, we're getting a... Uh, in- we're getting Gotham uh, and then i said legends coming back agents of shield is coming back for their last season i think i'm i'm all in on that show too it's
2: uh,
1: here's the deal it it depends i love colson so oh well he should have died after avengers 1 well he's pretty much creative parts isn't he
3: we have the technology <laughs> for, to make him young to bring him back to life. Whatever Coulson needs, he has his own Captain American shield.
1: I kind of wish he was more in Captain Marvel cuz I really do love Coulson. Yeah. yeah. It would have been nice to see him kind of fanboy over Captain America in the 90s knowing that he
3: still got a few more years before he would see him. Right. I love that it tells the movie tells you why Nick Fury has that relationship with him mm-hmm. that we've seen in all the other movies. Right. Just for in, in like two scenes, two, Like they don't take a lot of time to do that. Mm-mm.
1: If you could have Coulson and Fury do one film at the end, uh, what would you want it to be about?
3: Oh, I kind of want a secret war, like but not the secret war with the. I guess it was called Secret Wars, where yeah. where Nick Fury, put together his own like secret squadron of superheroes to go on, off, um, off the books mission. I think he recruits, like, Spider-Man and Wolverine, and, like, you get all these characters, and they go to Litvaria or something. But nobody can know about the mission or that it ever happened. Yeah, something what? like
0: that.
1: Okay. okay. You you get a movie with Coulson and uh, Nick Fury. What do you want it to be about?
3: <laughs> or a lethal weapon, kind
1: of.
2: Oh, shit, that's a good I'm idea. I'm also, lethal, like, a lethal weapon road trip, kind of like a preacher road trip
1: that's good I like that you know
2: um not necessarily in a car but maybe they have to go and just there's a mystery they have to solve yeah um yeah how he how he gets Lola
1: and see that's it I would have it would be Nick Fury's retirement party Hmm. and everyone would tell stories and Coulson's would be the story that would be the the movie it would be like you know I have three stories of Nick Fury and I doing these things. And so he tells, like, maybe one of his first adventures, one of his weirdest adventures, and one of his funnest. And then as the thing ends uh, and Nick is retiring, Galactus appears. Hmm. (laughs) And you know he can't retire. And then
3: Nick Fury's like, I'm too old for this shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God, if he says that. Um.
3: I'm tired of this motherfucking Galactus (laughs) I'm Speaking of motherfucking cats. And- Speaking of three
2: guys on a budget, um, <laughs> it was a it, it was let out of the bag uh, by Kevin Feige that they're going to call these first twenty two movies, um, the Infinity Saga. Okay. Um. And it will come in a box set.
1: Shit. <laughs> you can get fucked right now, Feige. <laughs> I got Steelbooks of everything except the first two Thors. Oh, Oh, and Iron Man.
3: We did get a bunch of Steelbooks that day. We were at half Price Books, huh? You found a few.
1: Yeah, I'm only missing Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, Thor 1, and 2, and that's it. And uh, those are the five books I need to finish my Steelbook.
3: Step one, sell all the Blu-rays I have right now of those movies. Step two, buy the other thing.
1: You're gonna buy the box set.
3: Buy the box set. I mean, so you, have you seen the the Phase I
1: mean, One box set that came out? That's going for like four hundred dollars at Half Price Books. At Half Price Books. Hey, but it's the suitcase. It's the yeah. suitcase with the Tesseract and all the film. Well, I mean, with imagine a working what this Tesseract. A working Tesseract.
2: Um, Rachel Wimberly, uh, with, who needs sleep, she has this app that um, I guess is tied to her bank account, but like, like. Um, like the big thing, like we want to go in five years to Cooperstown for Adrian Beltra's uh, induction. Induction to the Hall of Fame. Um I'm thinking about getting that app just so I can start saving. And basically what it does is every week it takes out a certain amount of your out of like a like you you have X amount of weeks between this and this and so every week it takes something a little bit out of your bank account into this little savings fund. For you to save up for said thing, I think I'm gonna have to get that app just for this box set because it's gonna be about,
1: you'd have to think it's gonna be like 500 at least. I look at how, okay, so first, start at the very first. You got your Iron Man comes out and it's on DVD, then it goes to Blu ray. Now we have DVD, Blu ray, and 4K available. We've got DVD, Blu ray, 4K, Steelbook. We got, uh, Phase One box set, then you could buy the series in sets, mm-hmm. and now they're going to have this five, this set. We don't know the price of. Mm-hmm. That's going to be all the first movies collected together. I would say, so you asked me twenty one movies, right? Because it can't be
2: twenty two because Home Homecoming is Sony.
1: Oh I, I, wow! You so you can't have all of them. Homecoming is one of the greats.
3: I know. I don't want it. I already own it. No, I mean, I don't want that set if it doesn't have all of them. Like, what? why even?
1: Yeah, but the super fans will buy it. I mean, they'll drop the coin on it. I'm curious I what they I'm include up, in it. Yeah,
2: well, I don't have any. Well, take that back. I have a couple of digital copies, like you gave me the Avengers. So I have a couple of digital copies on iTunes for for a couple well, of that's
3: movies. That's the best part of doing of this. like you're probably going to. I can't see anybody going into the briefcase with the, all the 22 movies. Looking math. for the one they want. Putting it on, no. You're just gonna see. You're gonna have the Disney app probably, so it's yeah. probably gonna be already on there. So you're just gonna stream it from there. That's true. But, but physical media is important nowadays because yeah, because you're not guaranteed you get to see all these. Yeah, uh,
2: and I, I'm interested in the bonus material because I because I haven't collected all these the, these discs. There's a lot of stuff like they used to do the Marvel one shots. I guarantee all the Marvel one shots gonna be in that Those collection.
1: You know, when we started, we were talking about getting together and listing our movies and everything. And mm-hmm. as I started going through them, that was one thing I really missed. And I was going to put together a list of stuff that Marvel should have done mm-hmm. and things that they they missed out on. And the one-shots were always fun. I loved getting an extra short film. The Coulson
2: in... Uh, uh, funny Thing Happened on the Way to Thor's
3: Hammer? Yeah, that, that one. was great. All Hail the King. Yeah.
2: Yeah, All Hail the King was good. Um, even the one with Sitwell... When he had to chase down those two kids, the yeah. got some, Weapon 47? Yeah, Weapon...
3: No, Item 47, is what it's called.
2: Yeah. Um, all that was great. Um, and
1: they don't do them anymore. Mm-mm.
3: They stopped doing them a long time ago.
2: They, I stopped them in, they only really did it for Phase 1 movies, maybe?
3: I wonder if it got too expensive. Uh, I mean, you're yeah, about like, because
1: it essentially is a DVD extra. No one's yeah. paying for that. They're just putting in extra content. And now that they're streaming everything... You know, it doesn't really... Okay, I find that
2: as a weak argument, considering they will come back and do reshoots and spend millions of dollars on reshoots, knowing that they're going to get their money back because these movies are making money hand over fist. So you spend an extra couple million dollars to make a ten-minute short, knowing that you're going to get your money back anyway?
1: I want to see... But... Let's say you you take that... Let's say you spend two million on a short, and you go, "What if we don't do the short? This DVD is still going to sell." I just yeah. saved two million.
3: I want to see the on all the extras, all the fake scenes that they shoot just to put in the trailers.
1: All the commercials and how yeah. they yeah, yeah, like yeah. You, you like we. I want to believe Captain Marvel is in one of those suits. That's a one-hour documentary.
2: Yeah, that's a one-hour documentary though. Just well, like how this. To hide everything.
3: Like the scene on uh, Infinity War where the Hulk and everybody's running through the jungle at the camera. And then you're like, well, that never happened. Which makes you believe. I've been thinking about this, though.
1: What if those scenes are in the next movie? And we've just been watching a commercial for a movie we thought were happening, and as they go back in time and they start resetting everything, that commercial we saw for Infinity War is the opening of this movie. That's what I
3: heard on a podcast this week, too. They're like, because you see that they've it looks like they shot some scenes where they may go back in time or do mm-hmm. stuff. What if that was, uh, that trailer included scenes from the next movie?
2: Well, it, here's the thing. So I watched, uh, um, Clay got me hooked on new rock stars about two years ago. Oh, I and love they new put, rock stars. Yeah. They, yeah they they put d- out some really good stuff. They,
1: they do breakdowns for Legion. They're yeah. pretty good.
2: um, on youtube and and that's when when i when he told me about the breakdowns for legion because if you ever watch legion the first (laughs) i'm a smart guy that show is just that that show is just it's packed with so many things and different and what i like about there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff on the internet and on youtube about breakdowns and they just do like surface level stuff new rock stars guys it was almost like they all went to film school Mm -hmm. so they break it down and like okay, the lighting means this, and the music choices mean that, and it gives you a, a much deeper appreciation for whatever you're watching that you that that you came to get more information on. Oh, yeah. Um, and their breakdowns are a lot more detailed. The frame-by-frame stuff they do and the stuff they find is just amazing. But um, one of their theories this week was, what if they go ahead and fail again? What if the opening of the movie is, Oh, they, they 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 go back. They find a way to refight this fight, and they just
1: fail again, because
2: if.
3: Well, how
1: many years are we talking between that movie and this movie? Is it five? Is that have they said yet? Um, what do they open the I, trailer with?
3: I just go based on Black Widow's hair. And how much has <laughs> <it's> changed? <laughs> but
2: see, we get all we get like three different or four different hairstyles yeah. for Black Widow in the trailer. Like it's,
3: it's longer with the same color, mm-hmm. and then it's in the braids, and then she goes back to red. Well, it's red, red with, with blonde And, and y'all aren't out. even talking about Hawkeye's hairdo.
1: Right. Which I'm going to get. I'm going to get that Mohawk.
3: <laughs> the Mohawk eye? Mm-hmm. The Mohawk eye. <laughs> the
2: Ronin? You want to get the Ronin? Um,
1: Bathe in blood?
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do. But, but 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 their theory was that If they hold foggy to his word and whatever we get is like in the trailers and stuff is only from like the first 20 or 30 minutes of the film. This is a three
1: hour freaking movie.
3: I I, I think I am not
1: eating or drinking. I am just going to sit there.
3: We need an intermission for this movie.
1: And when. Okay,
2: so um, you've done a couple of guest spots, but you remember last year how finally I just got fed up and I was like, I'm on blackout. It was about three weeks for 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 Infinity War, I was like, you know what? Unless it's Marvel dropping something new, like I don't want like like they dropped the in game trailer and if you notice over the last few days they've dropped other little little teasers. T V spots and stuff. Yeah, the T V yeah. spots. But that's nothing new. We're mm-hmm. not getting anything new. So uh, unless they drop like and we're gonna get a third trailer.
1: I think I'm avoiding I'm gonna avoid everything going forward. I am almost to that point now. Yeah, already, I think it's and, time I'm on, to, and it's four weeks get out. To really, to really enjoy it is to go in
0: blank.
2: Yeah, I mean that's what me and you did for Endgame or Infinity War, and boy, I I, I think I'm 46. I'll be 47 this year. Um, if I live to be 87, one of the things that I will talk about on my deathbed is the ending of Infinity War and the look Just me and Clay Spoiler did,
3: for everyone.
2: Well, the look of me and and Clay, because me me and Clay went and saw this movie with Shelby and a friend of his, and the friend was sitting next to me, Shelby was sitting next to him and then Clay was sitting on it, so we were kind of like the bookends. And the theater's dark, and we knew going into it we weren't getting any kind of mid-credit or post-credit scene, so the ending happens, and then... The lights kind of It kinda, gives it, you no feeling. It gives you no feeling. Other than it, they say Avengers will be back, and then all of a sudden that dusts no, away, too. it says
0: Thanos will
2: be back. Yeah, Thanos will be back. And then that kind of just dusts away, and then all of a sudden the lights come up, and it's just me and Clay, not even looking at the screen, me and Clay looking at each other. We can't even see each other four seats down, and we're just looking at each other, just staring. I mean,
1: that's all we're doing.
2: I will never forget that moment. That that was – it. it, it
1: there are, there are certain endings to movies that you go, oh, yeah, I remember when I saw that for the first time. This is going to be one of those because yeah. it's, so, it, it's been so much buildup and everything to get to it. The experience itself is so funny. And, and so don't cheat yourself. Avoid trailers. So, well, it's so funny. I- Avoid forums.
3: The only time I go into a media blackout is when the movie actually comes out. Mm. Because by then I know people have already seen it. I've had to avoid
1: us spoilers because people are spoiling that for me. Yeah, you? I've, I've gone into blackout. It hasn't
3: even happened. Like, it just came out.
1: I had basically. a movie reviewer tell me, somebody else that's in the movie, and I was like, oh. And they go, that's why that person would be perfect to play the Joker. And I was like, well, you're giving me too much now.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean. Well, here's I'm trying thing. to go back and think. Well, what? Because, like, the, uh, I subscribe to things on YouTube. Like I subscribe just about everything. Like I have like a hundred and something subscriptions on YouTube, um, and there's some really good content. What I hate about it is, is that the movie comes out on Thursday, and these guys think it's okay to post um, breakdown videos on Friday morning. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to watch this, but at the same time, I'm like, I haven't even seen them. I haven't even had a chance to get through the weekend yet. I, why can't you wait until monday but it's everybody wants to be the first the culture yeah. we live in I, I everybody I, wants to be first to put out these you know That's i don't what the i, challenge don't, I don't blame is. them
3: because they need the clicks right especially because all clicks. the youtube stuff like however youtube's changing the way they pay them out or whatever uh, yeah I mean, and i
1: really youtube is becoming the worst place yeah. to watch
3: anything yeah so so a lot of these what i've done instead is i pick like a few things like new rock stars uh, there's another uh,
1: Screen Prism is one I watched That's a really good one um,
3: So there's, there's a few things that I'm, Now I'm kind of curating my things And I'm like Look If YouTube can't support you And you have a Patreon I'll go into your Patreon And then I'll do that And then it'll just be a few things Right I don't, I don't have time to watch any All the right. things anyways. I mean don't get me wrong I don't have time No I'm sure to, you
2: I have like a couple of things Like New Rockstars is on uh, alert you know, Like I have a lot of subscriptions But there's only a couple of them That are on alert
3: There's man. only a few That we click the bell
2: Um um, control, or Alt-Shift-X does a lot of great Game of Thrones breakdowns. Like, they have the best Game of Thrones breakdowns. Yeah. And
1: I don't know about that. I will challenge you with Comic Book Girl 19. She,
2: uh, she did a I like Comic Book Girl 19. I'm subscribed to her, but Alt-Shift-X has the best Game of Thrones breakdowns. Yeah. Um, I, I guess because she, she did, did really good history of she did the history of the, of the families, families. Yeah. and like in yeah. and, and and we're right. talking like
1: we, she would have two videos just to go through the history yeah. of well, and I mean her did,
2: history of stuff like she did a whole history of the X Men that oh, was like so a three so volume, volume. one two and three yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. that was I highly great. recommend I mean if you're and she uh, is
3: if you want to know what the Dark Phoenix saga really looks like yeah, yeah. she they, does but, a great job on but that but you don't have time to read two years worth of comic books just go watch that video
2: right um yeah she's great um She's a little inconsistent with her content, though. Well, like,
3: I, it, think, it, it, I think she's moved over more to Twitch stuff. Yeah, now. yeah
1: because fine. YouTube has really done a number on her mm-hmm. uh, monetization. But, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But, I mean, um, I think In Game is going to be a fantastic movie. Um,
1: I'm super excited. I just uh, the things I want for everyone. I don't want it to be spoiled for anyone. I I really hope people
2: put on a media blackout
1: and just enjoy. I'm
2: going to. I mean, I I have like. It, it, Okay, so, uh, what is it, Emergency Awesome?
3: Yeah, yeah. The Charlie it.
2: Show. Uh.
3: My brother watches okay. that, okay. so I don't know. I, don't I watch, watch myself, it, but.
2: but... And I started watching it because um, when I first started watching the CW shows, um, he does some really good... I mean, he's very knowledgeable when it comes to DC yep. Comics, so he does a lot of good breakdowns for it. Um, after the movie's out, he does really good breakdowns. Um, interesting breakdowns because he's comic book knowledgeable. His stuff before stuff comes out, is just a bunch of clickbait, and yeah. it, 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 and it's gotten worse over the last couple of years. Like yeah. I've been, I've been subscribed to him for about three years now, and the first year was great, and then because it's a just a bunch of guesses about what's coming, and then like he'll and like the captions or titles for his stuff is like, blah 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 trailer. Break down. I'm like, there was a new trailer. Um, let me go click on this. No, there's not a new trailer. It's a you know, some TV spot from a couple of weeks ago that he's finally getting around to. And then it's just still a bunch of guesses of what's going to happen. No one really knows, and that's one of the reasons why I'm going into media blackout when it comes to in-game
1: because no one knows. No They're one just knows. Throwing out stuff. They're
2: just throwing out stuff. Marvel has done such a great job of keeping everything close to the vest, and people rag on Ruffalo and 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 well, not really rag, but you know give. They, they and, make and, They make fun of it,
3: I, the, the fact that it happens.
2: Well, I think that it's planned. I think that Marvel gives, gives a sign-off on all that stuff. Um, maybe the first one that Ruffalo did was an accident.
3: This is the conspiracy part of the podcast. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, you know, I don't
2: think... I mean, Marvel has been so great about keeping the stuff they want
1: secret, secret. Yeah. And that... It, during that Karen Gillum interview, she talked about going on to the set of Endgame, and she goes, We didn't get a script. Mm-mm. Because it was going to be. L- they were so locked down that they had to be on the set to get the script. And she goes, And I like mad memorized
3: stuff. So she goes, It's really hard to just
1: like walk on and then
3: suddenly here's your work.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I, I think they also give them now like iPads that are locked down and they're time coded mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like, right. it's very, uh, very secure.
0: What,
2: I, tech. I just and me and Clay have talked about this off camera or off mic, but I don't think what Marvel's pulled off with of these 20-something films will ever be duplicated in film again.
3: You guys talk without me? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I don't think it will be. I think uh, I think anyone who does will, uh, it'll be measured by, you know, well, yeah, but they did that back in the 2000s. Remember how hard that was back then?
2: You right, know? yeah. Um. Every time I think about it cuz like we we started um we had a discussion uh, um off mic about ranking the movies. Oh yeah. And it's so hard. Like you have to break it down in like three different sections. Like I think what we don't like the bottom 5 is probably the easiest, right? Yeah. Um the top 5 has gotten a lot harder for me.
3: My rankings um, the the list I gave you recently? Mm-hmm. It changed when I added Captain Marvel, because I had already rewatched a few of the things again. Right. Uh, so after Infinity War, is when I did my first list because I rewatched everything leading up mm-hmm. to Infinity War, so everything was kind of fresh. Uh, but then I go back and look, and I, you know, people talk about stuff, and there's a bunch of people doing rewatches mm-hmm. and then they'll bring up stuff like I'll just see it on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah. it's
2: like, and like I originally started out with the idea of these are the Five films you probably need to watch before going into Endgame, right? And it's hard not to. That turned from five to ten, right? And I was like, because there's so much. I think then, you should watch all of them. That's, well, that's, well, that's what I came up with because yeah. I was like, okay, there are like 17 movies that are kind of essential to watch before because they're all connected. And, and um, there's,
3: there's kind of two two approaches kind of to that, right? You mm-hmm. get the movies you need to watch to understand what the infinity stones are and what the the journey they've been through right. for that you don't need to watch everything because there's movies where the infinity stones don't show up right uh, but if you really want to get all the character background and everything mm-hmm. then you do need to watch everything yeah you need to and so even movies like ant-man and the wasp or ant-man well i mean even when I, mean, I was going
2: through i mean these are the
1: it. most seen movies of all time so really to for the people who are going yeah i kind of want to get caught up i'm like where the fuck have you been <laughs>
3: If you need uh, I think it's like $1000 there's a click going around on Facebook. Uh, there's a link that <laughs> Oh there's will, a challenge. Somebody will pay you like $1000 to watch everything but you have to do it all at once. You have to do it, uh,
2: you have Which, to do a marathon. You have to tweet it, live tweet it.
3: And I love these movies, but I can't do that.
2: I mean, that's what that's over 40 hours of movies?
3: I
1: I watched the entire Fast and Furious Fast and Furious saga in the theater, 16 hours, no problem
3: problems for me. Like, <laughs> I love well, sitting. hell, there was a... Um, I love sitting down, but I can't sit down for that long.
1: What? Damn, I finally got the Wi-Fi to connect. I mean, I mean
2: think about it. There was a... Uh, was AMC did a marathon right before Age of Ultron. Yeah. I think went there It was, like a, to it was that. like a 24-hour marathon. Yeah. And how many movies we've had since
1: Age of Ultron. I thought about doing like a live stream and trying to do all the movies before. And I mean, everything in between, but
2: there's so many hours i mean it's i think my idea is is pretty good about the 21 nights before the 21 nights of infinity yeah and you just watch one movie a night uh, uh leading up to it and i think you have to start on like the 4th of april yeah the 4th of april and then that's if you're going to the thursday night showing which i the, believe we're all so going.
3: so the, the issue there is just how do you watch captain marvel
2: you probably wouldn't be able to unless that you was go back the to the thing. I think it's still going to be in the theaters, though. I went yeah. back to
3: watch Black Panther at the theaters because it was still in the theaters. Yeah. To, to put it in the slot. Like, mm-hmm. I rewatched everything. You're
2: probably going to do the same with Captain and Marvel. Then the
3: like. week before, I went to the theater to watch Black Panther. Either
2: that or they're going to rush it and put it out on digital.
3: <laughs> Shout out to Austin, who's in the chat. <laughs> hey, Austin. How are you? Thanks for watching. Um, Hope the audio is better. Yeah, I,
1: I went through the movies and I kept going. What would I not watch? What What do I not like? And and it and it's more the cream rises to the top. The stuff I want to rewatch, even though it's heartbreaking, man. I watch Infinity mm-hmm. War because they get everything right. They get Star Lord right. As much as people want to bitch, I mean, Star Lord, Star Lord. Just watched. It just had to kill his dad. It had all this other shit going on. Kind of has had this moment with Gamora at the end of Guardians 2 where she speaks about the unspoken part, yeah. and it's just like, oh, once you go from that, then you go through Thor and you get all these happy moments, and then it's just like just darkness in that opening. Like you just yeah. realize how many Asgardians are dead. Loki's now dead. We're just going to keep going. And I mean, is there a more beloved villain than Loki? No. Um, one of the interesting things I've been reading Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic and uh, Eros, mm-hmm. you know, uh, his Star brother, Fox. Star yeah. Fox, is in the comic and I was going, who could play him? And I was like, well, shit. The guy that could play him already played Loki. Yeah. Who, do you guys know, granted, I don't know another red-headed guy who could play that kind of charming Star Fox character, but he's, he's kind of going dark in the comic so I was like... It'd be nice
3: to
2: see you him You know who would probably play him? Patrick Wilson.
3: I hear Charlie Cox is yeah. available for stuff now. Patrick Wilson. I, do I know? Charlie Cox is available for stuff now. <laughs> I don't think he's a natural redhead, but. It
1: never mattered in season three of Daredevil. Mm-mm. And again, the TV shows we always neglect because when we talk about the movies, and I think, honestly, Daredevil season one, two, and three is some of the best superhero TV. Yeah. Uh, it's the best street-level superhero. And as we get into superheroes, you, we'll, we'll talk different levels of the story genres. Because Doom Patrol is not a superhero story. But I will say Doom Patrol Doom Patrol is... Huh? 128
2: or 128, 128. Just step oh, okay. don't really know. I'll let you know when I
1: need to leave. I've got a movie to go to. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. I, I haven't even checked my phone to see the I'll status of what, what I, I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the one thing I was going to bring up to kind of just... I think when you start talking about best of list, you 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 get into some hot messes there because some films people just enjoy, but you've got things like the Inhumans out there. Yeah, I mean, just shit that well, was supposed to be part of this universe. And I think when they started doing the TV, the TV never really worked except for on Netflix.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. Um, that's a hot take. Well, that's what we're
1: here for. Yeah.
3: I like it in the shield. Sorry, I mean. I didn't watch Inhumans, and I tried. I'm glad I didn't go watch it on IMAX.
1: Oh God, I can't imagine the people who paid for that. Oh God! If you paid to see Inhumans, I'd like to hear from you.
3: Let us know in the chat. Let us know in the chat,
1: because um. we have three viewers
3: now. Well, one of them oh is yeah. me because I had to answer it, Austin. Hey Austin <laughs> big shout
1: out. And it is so buffering; it's just not even funny. I got to figure out the Wi-Fi.
3: Yeah, we'll get our stuff together, but. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, one thing that we, uh, my finance group at work, we have an outing for April. We decided to go to Alamo Draft House and watch Endgame game on Friday. Oh, shit. Man. In the morning. We Dude. It. So we You'll it. have
1: seen it Thursday night, though. No, I, I,
3: I, I don't go to movies Thursday night anymore. I can't. Oh, no, no. I know.
1: Me and Clay.
2: Clayton. I wait to I either, I, either t-
3: I either take off Friday because, I mean, I can. You just take off a day anyways or mm-hmm. go
2: Saturday morning. When I used to make some money, I used to go Thursday night and take off Friday and go re-watch it again on Friday afternoon. Oh, I need two views to be able to I, it, absorb the movie. Yeah. It, well, if, I had to do it for Ultron because I accidentally went and saw it in 3D on on Thursday night. Ugh. That was such a horrible experience. I had to go back Friday. Like, I had to call in. I was like, I just called my boss and I'm like, hey, I'm going to... Either I can work from home Friday or I'm not coming in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just take a day off you got vacation days I'm like alright cool and so I went and saw it in regular and enjoyed that movie a lot yeah, more right. even though I was disappointed we're
3: so, we're so busy that I'd, I'd rather just take a day because I, I really take time like i rather take extended time mm-hmm. off like I'm taking off Wednesday uh, for Detective 1000 just because I'm taking I have off. My, well, <laughs> now that is die hard that because I have, hard, I, have the, I have the time I have like we've been working pretty hard and the month ends coming so I'm like let me take a day off before I gotta get back into it and then that way I can go to all the shops around here, look at all the variants they have, pick them all up, read I, it.
1: I want to live stream you just shopping for variants. So go ahead and
3: store to store. <laughs> I was going to ask for the Twitch login. So at <laughs> night I could just go, this is the variant. Like These are all the variants I got for Detective 1000. So look out for that on the channel.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, get, um, you the, I'll get you the login.
3: So, yeah, I think – I. I so, and also because some stores, I think they may have a midnight release. Like, with a special variant yeah. for Midnight, which I did for Metal. I went to I went to Docks in Frisco for the... Well, because Scott Snyder no, was... stop! Scott Snyder he was he hated call, Metal
1: so much, so the... Uh. Scott
3: Snyder was going to call the store in. And he did the next... So, he couldn't that night. There were some issues that came up. Uh, uh. But they gave us a thing to come back the next day, and I was already off because I, I was going to be out at Midnight anyways. Yeah. So, I went back. I picked up my cover, and... Uh, and then they he called the store while I was there, and we just got to ask him a few questions.
2: All right. Did I make a mistake in reading other Scott Snyder stuff um, before I read Scott Snyder's Batman run? Because I don't understand why. What's the big fuss about Scott Snyder? Uh, he is really disappointing me in the stuff that I've read.
3: I, I think he he brought in a Batman to a whole new group of people.
1: Mm-hmm. I think his court of owls. Yeah. Um, it was funny because uh, uh, Tom Queen, uh, Tom Queen, Tom King tweeted the other day that he got into a taxi in the game, and, oh, yeah. and he said, he said, uh, he said, yeah, I write Batman. He goes, "Well, you write court of owls," and he's like, "No, nope. no, that's uh, that's Scott Snyder." And he's like, "You wrote this?" He's like, "No, that's, that's Scott Snyder too." And he's like, well, "What'd you write?" And he goes, "Did you hear about the wedding?" And he goes, "How'd you mess that up?" <laughs>
3: Man, these uh, comic book creators, they don't get breaks. Mm-hmm. No, they don't.
1: Um, what else we got on Endgame? So we don't really need a list to watch it. You should watch all of them. I think all the yeah. movies are worth Even the Incredible Hulks. I think if I was to take any one of them, the Eric Bana one. Oh, that isn't even. In, I, I don't even count that as an MCU movie. Really? Yeah, that's yeah, not. It,
3: it, that's I mean, not it's MCU. not technically. Because that's just that, universal.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, the, when I when I did the rankings, I just wanted MCU movies. Okay. Um, the twenty starting one with, available, so starting
3: with Iron Man, all the way up yeah. to Infinity War, right? We should mm-hmm.
1: do the the non and go Blade, Blade Two, and all the others. Because those are the best non MCU movies.
3: X Men Two. Well, I guess X X Men. I'll put X
1: Two up there, but all the other X Men movies are shit. Well,
3: X Men One's not. Days bad, of
1: Future Past wasn't bad. Okay, give me the plot of X Men One.
3: Uh, Magneto wants to blow up the, the whatever event, and he tricks everyone and thinks he wants Wolverine when he really wants Rogue. So she could die for him.
1: Okay. What he's really trying to do is not blow up. He's trying to make everyone... Oh, yeah, he's t-
3: trying to yeah, make everybody mean. So
1: he's trying to use... He is... He's always been in pursuit of Rogue, but they think he's in pursuit of Wolverine because he's so powerful, but really it's Rogue's power. He wants you, he's, Wolverine. And he fucks it up. So it's like, this Wolf, it's like this Magneto story is so bad that he's like, well, I'll just make everyone mutants, and then we'll all get along. And then he kind of screws that up.
3: Mm. Oh, man, but that first scene where you see Charles and Magneto at the – Leaving, I guess it was like a senate hearing or something. Yeah, and they're like on that bridge. It's
1: straight out of the comics.
3: And then they're talking to each other, and you're like, "Oh, these guys are friends, but they're on the opposite sides." Stream size. stopped. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, I was like, "No, it's still, no, it's still recording." I promise, it says recording on this thing. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. No, Clay. Oh, this scrolls got him. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I like X Men One. I like X Men First Class. I think that's just a fun movie, um, and then you get to see Pietro do quick stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, um.
3: I don't know about this Dark Phoenix movie that we're gonna get. I, I can tell you it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> For you guys didn't hear, he said it was gonna be shit. Um. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but I'll watch it. I watched all the other ones. You, you know what I really want? I want the New Mutants movie don't know what to do with it. Just release mm-hmm. it anywhere. Yeah. Give it to me. Give me a DVD. I'll, I'll buy it. Well, what right. do
1: you think the best way to handle a movie that they don't know what to do with like this? Direct-to-video. No music- Direct-to-video? Direct-to-video. Video.
3: Yeah. Direct direct um, Make it a TV movie. Put it somewhere on FX or something.
1: Um What if a streaming service bought it? Sure. Sure. Yeah?
3: I already have most of them. Put it on <laughs> one of them. Shutter. Yeah. I, well, I have a VRV, which includes never... Shutter. Oh, it does? Okay.
2: I've never um,
1: subscribed to Shutter, so I can get a,
2: a month-free. Yeah. So, yeah. You
3: know what? Shudder would work because it's a that's it's horror, horror one, for, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's well, I mean, mean,
1: and they're they're really adding some great stuff lately. They did a whole horror noir based on the book of uh, the history of African-Americans and horror mm-hmm. and goes through, I mean, every decade. So it's really cool. And then kind of ends with uh, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. But he's interviewed throughout the whole film. Then they, uh, Joe Bob Briggs stuff, um, and then what's and then they just added a whole series. What was it? It's not. Oh, they
3: dropped Mandy. Ghoulies or critters? Critters.
1: Critters? Critters. For some reason, they bought the rights to critters and have created a series out of that. Mm. Nice. Um, They they
3: dropped Mandy Mm. in there, right?
1: Mandy, Mandy is
3: a trip. I need to watch that. I need to watch it too. Nick Cage is like he's kind of like my dad. I don't think you're ready.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe.
3: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go read Murder Falcon first, and then I think I can go watch Mandy. Because I, I think that it'll put me on a tangent to get there.
1: I don't know how to really prepare you for Mandy, other than it's the most Nick Cage ever.
3: Well, I'll tell you this, and maybe this will prove that I'm ready. I like Ghost Rider too.
1: Oh, I like Ghost Rider too. I love. Ghost so that's where I'm at. Ghost Rider one's shit.
3: Because it's full. They they let Nick Cage off the leash in Ghost Rider. 2. He peed fire. Yeah, he made a freaking construction thing his mount, <laughs> like just a fire construction thing. <laughs> I got I got something that I think we should wrap
1: up. We've been going for yeah. two hours. Um, with the teaser. Uh, for Endgame, or not mm-hmm. teaser, for the trailer, we, we do see what everyone is speculating is Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Give me your next Avenger lineup knowing who's not going to be here and who will be here. So we'll start with your leader, Captain Marvel, who's on this team. Well, that's hard because we don't know who. Well, All
2: right. Speculate, speculate, speculate.
3: So I want Captain Marvel... Uh, Falcon, I think he's going to stick around.
1: Well, we know we're getting a series of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Winter Soldier.
3: Uh, yeah, so Falcon and Winter Soldier, I own both of them on the on the roster.
1: I don't think they'll be Avengers. I think they'll have their own show, but I don't think they'll have...
3: Secret Warriors, something like that. I like that. All right, so scrap them off the team. Uh, Spider-Man, I think he'll s- stick around to be an Avenger. I would love Kate Bishop. Uh ant I think he... Both ant and the Wasp. Because I think the Wasp needs to be in an Avengers team, finally.
1: I kind of had one theory where, because they are doing time travel, that they do start to go back and put things in place. We get a retcon. We get a retcon with an Avenger that has Michelle Pfeiffer in it mm-hmm. as Wasp. Uh, some cool things like that. What do you think? Who do you think is going to be on that? Or do you have any more?
3: Uh, I was going to say... What's Monica Rumble's daughter? Spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, her. Yeah,
1: Spectrum. Now I keep on calling
2: her Photon. So.
1: so do you think we're going to get the
2: Young Avengers?
1: Yes, that is my theory. Yeah. Mm. Because of the some things we have in place, we so,
3: have because everybody's pretty young, right? Mm. Or would be, I guess, coming forward.
1: So we'll have Captain Marvel, and I think she's kind of taken over the you know Captain America role. Mm-hmm. Kind of how
3: she led off a flight in the latest in her latest run, kind of right. like
1: that. Yeah, uh, I do think we'll see Young. I think you know obviously Hawkeye will have a Hawkeye replacement with uh, Kate Bishop. I kind of want to see Hulkling and Wiccan right? and Wiccan yes. because now we have scrolls. We can not explain Hulk, and I just don't know if Wiccan's. Wiccan is really the Scarlet Witch replacement, maybe, right?
3: Yeah, and maybe Wiccan comes back from some Infinity Stone shenanigans. Could be. Where he's created from like the magic and the vision, the you know, like it just happens. I don't know. Writers work on it.
1: Um, I, I think we may see Doctor Strange as part of it because I don't see Strange having a trilogy of films that we're all like gung ho. I think he. I would rather they better. do
3: an Invaders thing now that we can bring Namor back.
1: Who plays Namor? Shit. An Asian? What actor?
3: Oh, the guy that they, that everybody wanted to be uh, Daniel Iron Day Fist. K- oh, Daniel? Yeah, Daniel D. Kim, right? Yeah. Yeah, he'd be good. Oh, shit. Yeah, that is good casting. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like him. So we have that way we
1: have a place for the Hulk. Although, center.
2: is he too old?
1: Well, let's, let's put this together. What do you think the next big event's going to be? Because if Infinity War is the way this one ends... But they time travel. I kind of have a theory. We, we might see Kang, and because we're messing with the time, w- maybe we break it again, and Kang is the big villain
3: in the next run. I kind of want to see Galact- Galactus.
1: Oh, I do too. And I want to we- see Annihilus. We- I want to see a Negative Zone.
3: And we can bring in the Fantastic Like, we, the Fantastic Four have to come out of wherever they've been hiding. Is going to be a gray shit club? Because Galactus. No, it's going to be some dude with a purple hat. Like it's gonna be,
1: it's gonna be a cloud, and you just hear Galactus coming—a big fart—and
3: everybody's windows just blew out as they were listening to that. Um,
1: I, I think we're going to see a younger team. I think, um, also, you know, and this is the other thing. I read a theory, and I was like, shit. I love reading theories because this guy has no connection to anyone, but it's too good. And I go, do y'all want me to hint? Yeah, do it, do it. Um, who who's a major Marvel character we haven't seen yet? An Avenger who, we haven't seen. Well, yes, he's an Avenger in the way, same way that, like, um, who is it, Chipper? Who who's the DC Justice League layman that's kind of with them a lot? And he was on the he was on the satellite. Is it Chipper? I know Chipper Jones is a baseball player, but for some reason that mm-hmm. name sticks out, and that's not right.
3: So Rick you, Jones. Yeah. Rick Jones.
1: They said that Rick Jones is, is. They discover Rick Jones because he's he's always been part of like the Hulk, uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, right. and, and and all these other origins, and they're going to bring him in, and somehow that's going to bring balance. Mm-hmm. But again, that ties it to all the comic book stuff. So right. I don't know. I NIST. mean, he
2: was he was big with the Avengers in the '60s and '80s. Um, Oh, heard, we
3: could get uh, Ant-Man's daughter. Who? Ant-Man's daughter. She could take Cassie. on the Cassie. Role. Yeah, that's
2: true. Stature. Um, I heard we're getting Black Knight.
1: And that would be interesting because that's supposed to be the person who trained uh, Hawkeye. So are we going to see a guy whose codename is Black Knight who's
3: like a, maybe a trains, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent? He trains Kate Bishop instead. Or maybe he did train Hawkeye, and Hawkeye went back to him to be running like, for advice, and then...
1: I think I think we should all go back, think about who will be in the next Avengers team mm-hmm. and tweet out our tweet out our pictures of that, that lineup. If you want to follow us on the Twitters, I'm Clay underscore Harrison. I'm at Adrian underscore Harry.
3: I'm at Echo Spider.
1: You y'all wanna do that?
3: Yep. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Y'all got anything else to finish up with? No, I got a movie to get to. All right, yeah, I got I got to see who called and what's going on because usually nobody calls me unless it's an emergency. So yeah, great.
3: same. Um,
1: cool. All, all right. right, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, this one sounded a lot
3: better than the last episode. Uh,
1: <laughs> at least uh, for our Twitch viewers, I know that you're running this, so this should be great.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> I watched that one YouTube video, so you know I'm an expert now. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All hopefully, right. Hopefully, I can get all this stuff to Kyle in one piece, and then he can figure it out. And
1: so, thanks for tuning in. Hail bebo.